Ogumba Wale for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, women's basketball fans. Erica Lindsay Ayala back at it again for another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. And, you know, Gabe did a great breakdown of most value added in the 2021 free agency period. I mean, it's fantastic. You should go listen to it. I've been dabbling in free agency because there's just a lot of free agency news. And today I want to talk a little bit more about Indiana. You might have picked up on Monday's show that Gabe, maybe not really feeling some of the moves that Indiana has made. I think they're definitely some head scratchers. So I want to give you my take on Indiana. I have been mentioning for a while now that I want to also talk about Amanda Zowie B. And um, I think she could have a really interesting time in Los Angeles with the Sparks and talk a little bit about what I'm hoping to see from AZB and if Derek Fisher and his squad are going to be able to get what they want from Zowie. I think it's possible, but there's certainly some things that both the club and Zowie will have to really focus on. And uh, we're going to talk about that. But first, let's get into some NCAA news. And we are getting close to conference tournaments. Can you believe it? You know, I have gone off on this show about being extremely uncomfortable about COVID. I remain extremely uncomfortable about COVID. And I mean, you watch games or you see box scores where teams have, you know, two or three bench players available. That puts a lot of stress and strain on your starters. But that's where we're at. I just hope we see more people uh, getting that vaccine. And I have no idea where college athletes are when it comes to all of that stuff. But um, here's hoping that athletes, those who we are expected to entertain us, um, that they make their way onto, onto these lists. But all right, let's get into NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. So I had called for in what I do for the next, but also on this podcast, I wanted to see um, the NCAA move to kind of hub cities. I mean, here's the thing. You have um, <laughs> you have a lot of schools doing classes online anyway. Just find a school, hub it up, and, and go from there. But, you know, I don't work for the NCAA or for any college or university. So, eh, you know, what do I know? What do I know? But here's what we do know is that um, the NCAA will be headed down to um, San Antonio. And we also know that, at least as of right now, we have the top 16 reveal. This... Uh, came out this week, actually. Here are the 16 teams that the NCAA itself um, has in its top 16. Autumn Johnson for NCAA Digital, and I'm joined by NCAA D1 Women's Basketball Committee Chair Nina King. Nina, just moments ago, we got a look at the first top 16 reveal as they stand right now. The number one seeds are UConn, South Carolina, Stanford, and Louisville ranked one through four. 
The number two seeds are Texas A&M, NC State, Maryland, and Arizona ranked five through eight. The number three seeds are UCLA, Baylor, Oregon, and Georgia ranked nine through 12. And the number four seeds are Tennessee, West Virginia, Indiana, and Kentucky ranked 13 through 16. Then the committee put these teams into region one through four since the entire tournament will be hosted in San Antonio. What was that process like placing these teams with each other, considering we won't have specific geographic regions this season? Sure. So great to be with you. And it's really exciting to be talking top 16 and, and the big reveal tonight. Um, you know, it was it was a great process uh, per usual, a little bit different, though, this year. Um, and the bracketing uh, piece was a little bit easier than normal since we didn't have the geographic um, component. Um, we're working with a more true S-curve. Um, and then, you know, we still have a, a handful of bracketing principles and procedures that we still need to follow, um, one being attempting to avoid a conference matchup until a regional final. Um, and so we did work through a couple of those issues today when, when placing the teams in the bracket, but it was really nice to be able to go S-curve and, and ensure that we have balance among all four regions. Yeah, you mentioned some issues. You know, a lot of people were wondering how you all would look at the big picture of different factors playing through COVID for teams like you know, Michigan and South Florida. Could you give us some insight of some of those challenges when you all were considering certain teams and just seeding them overall? Sure. So I think it's important to remember that today's reveal is a snapshot of this moment. Um, and so who are the top 16 teams as of today? Um, tomorrow, that could all change. We don't know. Um, and so we really were looking at teams um, and, and their full body of work, their team sheets, their resumes, and comparing what we had. Um, obviously, we can't control teams that haven't been able to play games or, or that have been on extended pauses. Um, but keep in mind, teams uh, are, are um, to qualify for the tournament, to be eligible for the tournament, excuse me, uh, need to play a minimum of 13 games against Division I opponents. Um, and if they are not going to make the 13, there is a waiver process um, that, that we've put into place for this year. Um, and so, you know, sure, there were a few teams that we were talking about that haven't hit the 13 threshold yet. Um, but again, it's it's not a negative. It's just that their body of work wasn't as complete um, for us to be able to analyze at this point in time. Right. And the beauty of that is there's still a month left of basketball ahead of us. So what were some of those other teams that were in this conversation? Sure. I mean, we didn't talk about 16 and then stop. Um, I think we had healthy conversation about you know, who maybe those last few teams should be. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a handful in alphabetical order so that nobody's trying to figure out who's 17, who's 18, uh, that kind of thing. Um, we were talking about Arkansas, DePaul, Georgia Tech, Gonzaga, Michigan, Missouri State, um, and then there were a handful of others, um, you know, and so just healthy, healthy conversation discussion on a lot of teams. And it was really exciting to talk about a lot of teams. Yeah. And regular season schedules are still winding down. So what does that mean for conference tournaments coming up? Sure. So conference tournaments are approaching if conferences um, are electing to have tournaments. Um, this year, uh, all conferences need to tell us by Feb uh, February 26th the process for their AQ, for their automatic qualifier. And so whether it's regular season champion or conference tournament champion, um, they need to let us know by the 26th 
how their AQ will be selected. And then we'll go from there. Um, and, you know, if a conference tournament is being held, we encourage all teams um, that are eligible to participate and help leagues um, to participate in their conference tournaments. Um, you know, not participating is an institutional and a conference decision. Um, but again, once we get to the, the committee room and the selection process, we'll work with whatever information we have that's available. Yeah, and you know, for me, just hearing this news and everything that's going on right now in this moment, I'm excited. So I can only imagine how the committee is right now. Can you describe what it's like to finally be back in this moment with the committee bracketing for the tournament after facing just challenges throughout the season and many obstacles as well? Yes, how exciting it was to get back to basketball and to be able to talk about teams and go through the debate. It felt great. Um, we were able to meet in Indianapolis in person as a committee last week. So we spent two days together, had a lot of team discussion, and then we had a great meeting uh, virtually today as a committee. Um, and, and a lot of um, the, the, these types of meetings that we had today had been uh, done by phone before. So it wasn't Today's process wasn't out of the ordinary, um, but it was just, it's such a great feeling to get together in a room with my colleagues and, and actually talk basketball. You know, we worked through a lot of details and still so many more to go relative to the championship and championship planning. And they're all very important details for us to be able to pull off this, this wonderful tournament we're gonna have in San Antonio this year. Um, but to be, get to the meat of it, to the basketball part was really fun today. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to see how the rest of the season pans out. Thank you, Nina. Thanks, Autumn. Good to see you. So there you have it. That was, again, Autumn Johnson and Nina King talking about the first and an initial top 16 reveal that came out over the weekend. A few things that stand out to me, and um, before we get to our next two segments, which will be WNBA-specific, um, this automatic qualifier there will be different processes this year and not only conferences but teams can opt out and we've already seen some of those opt-outs uh i'm not going to pretend that i can uh, adequately explain an s curve but the fact that the entire conference is going to be happening in one location um is interesting because there is less of a um, concentration on some of those regional matchups, which we've heard coaches like Don Staley, uh, Gino Oriyama talk about how they feel that their team has been burned or their fan base has been burned. Although a lot of the time people feel that the UConn fan base and the UConn team is favored. But the point being that this year we'll see if... <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to imagine that COVID will have any upside to this, but is there a way that NCAA can find a little bit more of an equalizer? And it, could that equalizer be having the conference tournament <laughs> at a single site earlier in the process? I kind of like that idea. You don't get the regional sales, but you know what? I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something to be said about bringing them together a little bit sooner than the final four. I don't know. What do y'all think? You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter, at LockedOnWBB for the show, 
or at elindsay08 for me. Let's talk it up. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to talk WNBA. We're going to start with the Indiana Fever and then head over to uh, Amanda Zowie B. Is L.A. the place where she will find her spark? BetOnline.ag right now is a sponsor of us here at the Locked On Podcast Network. But like my good man, Gabe Ibrahim, reminded you on Monday, we still need to put a little bit of pressure on our good friends because uh, right now we can't bet. We can't use all of this amazing knowledge that we're giving you about women's basketball. But that notwithstanding, uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action but not just sports action you can you can also bet on awards tv shows reality tv that's why we got to get women's sports on there you see what i'm saying see what i'm saying but bet online has you covered for news scores and odds it is the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up but we are going to sweeten the pot even more Head to the website or, you know, hop on your mobile device of choice. And if you sign up today, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And don't forget, that is promo code locked on. And put a little pressure on them to get women's basketball on the line. Indiana, I mean, it's easy to say that Indiana has had a hard go of it since Tamika Catchings retired in 2012. Catchings has returned to the team, obviously, but the team on the court has struggled. And we saw a pretty big shakeup. Natalie Achanwa, gone. Candace Dupree, gone. Erica Wheeler, who brought us all to tears in Las Vegas, gone. And I listened back to the press conferences with Jessica Breland and um, Marianne Stanley, and then also with uh, Lindsay Allen, Notre Dame alumna, and Tamika Catchings herself. We're covering everything you need to know about women's basketball. But what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Burkowski. And it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. I don't know that I'm able to read into this just yet, but Tamika Catchings in particular talks a lot about personality and right type of leader, things that we've heard the New York Liberty also say as they overhaul their system. There's some construction or something happening in my building, so I apologize if you hear some noise. Just adds to the culture, to the flavor of the conversation. Anyway, um... You know, these are two teams that, that have not been winning. And we see a lot of shakeups. And I'm not confident yet for either team that we're going to see the kind of overhaul that they, and maybe more so that their fan base wants to see. 
But it's definitely a change. And it's a matter of, well, the front office and the combination of the coaching staff, is that team strong enough to make manifest what they had on paper uh, come alive on the court? Um, It's hard to bet against Tamika Catchings. And that's basically what I got from... uh, from these interviews, and I think Catch is, is itching to win again. Here's Jessica Breland, uh, first Marianne Stanley, and then Jessica Breland. We are absolutely thrilled to have Jessica Breland join our Fever team. Um, she's somebody that I think has been respected and admired for her versatility and her uh, professionalism by everybody throughout the league. Like she's just known as one of those rock solid people that brings a lot to the table. So, uh, as a coach, I really appreciate the fact that, that, uh, Jess is versatile, uh, that she's got the experience that we were looking for, uh, to round out uh, our frontline uh, group of players. Um, I think her People recognize that versatility uh, on the offensive end probably more readily than the defensive end. But I'm here to tell you that we really appreciate her defense and her rebounding as well. And those were areas where we felt like we really needed to improve as a team. So the fact that we could acquire somebody with with Jess's versatility and defense and rebounding and experience all in one package, like we're just absolutely thrilled that she's joining us and that I know she's going to have a big impact immediately. And uh, on top of that, you know, one of the nicest players you could ever meet and a true pro's pro. So I just wanted to welcome Jess again, and uh, we're really excited to have her here. Awesome. Jessica, anything, uh, any open remarks to say? Well, thank you, Coach. That means a lot for all that you said. I'm just so honored and excited to be playing for the WBA legend, Tamika Ketchens. And um, I'm just, I'm grateful, you know, for Coach Stanley for having me and, you know, the president, Dr. Barber, for this opportunity that I'm given to come back to, to, you know, to Indiana. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so psyched. I'm so excited. Awesome. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, We can go to questions now. If anybody has a question for Jessica, uh, you can raise your hand or you can send me a note in the chat and we'll get to we'll get to everybody's as quick as possible. Um, Zach, do you want to start off your question for Jessica and kick us off? Yep. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to Indiana. I guess first, just why why come back to the fever? What intrigued you about being a Indiana fever again? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, my number one answer would be catch, right? I remember playing with her and I remember all the values and the hard work and the effort that she put in day in and day day out. You know, that's that's who I I strive to be every day when I get on the court. And I remember how much I grew when I was there, you know, with her and and a team that she had there. And uh, just having another opportunity when she called me, I was just like, man, I... You know, you, you, I mean, she's a legend and <laughs> she's a leader and just the things that she, she envisions for, for the fever, it aligns with who I am as a person, you know, the leader that I want to become. And hence why I, you know, picked up an internship under Kara Lawson, because, you know, you, you can't pass on great leadership when people, you know, like her and, and catch that are out here, um, 
developing people and 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 changing the game and, and making room for you know women like you know myself to to just come in i i just i have to be there and then also the team you know like we're just a young team who have a lot a lot of talent heard a lot of great things about coach stanley uh, from ivory ladder and um Latoya Pringle, I played with them in college. You know, I, I've heard great things about her, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get out there with her and, and, and develop as a person. I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to also help other people grow as well with the, with the younger players. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear. Kind of like what we see airlines do. I don't know. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or an account logon. So here's what we want you to do. Support this amazing family business. Head to RockAuto.com where you will find always reliably low prices. And type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your vehicle will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, Indiana, catch wants to win. Uh, like I said, you should check out Indiana Fever. They post their videos on their YouTube channel. I have a link here for you. But catchings, mm, I might need to get into her conversation with Lindsay Allen. She kind of talks a little bit about what she has in mind for the franchise. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe we'll get to that next week. But uh, I want to go to a warmer climate. Dang, this knocking. We're going to have to get there soon. Let me let me uh, wrap this up here, and then we'll get you to Amanda Zowie B. I... I man, Amanda Zowie B's personality. Are you kidding me? Who wouldn't want that? Tops. I get the impression from everything I've witnessed and I've heard that Zowie is also a very good teammate, you know? Supportive, fun, grounded in faith and social justice. I love it. I love it. Zowie on the court is solid but but solid but drafted you know second overall coming out of minnesota goes to tulsa tulsa actually excuse me uh gets traded to new york and gets lost don't really see zowie in bill lambier's system same uh well, really not the same with Katie Smith. Could have been. But uh, Zowie stepped up as a leader. Then left for international competition. And then came back and got a concuss. And, and was concussed. So 2019, 2020, if you look at Zowie's numbers, that's some of the best in her career. But even last year, actually on her birthday. I don't know if it was a tiff or... Something happened because Zowie saw zero minutes on her birthday. Um, I love Zowie's size, but I hate that at Zowie's size, she's very comfortable with a mid-range or even further shot. February, every February, all February, is Black History Month, and Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black women and men in sport with 
our new series called Locked On Presents More Than The Game. This week, we have two conversations to wrap up Black History Month. First is a discussion on protest in sports across all leagues. Then tune in for a discussion on the importance of Black History Month in sports, what's been achieved, and the important work left to be done in all discussions on the Locked On Presents podcast feed. You can subscribe on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'd like to see Zowie get a little bit more comfortable in the paint, mixing it up. The writing was on the wall with Zowie. Pretty much knew that New York was going to move on from her when they signed Stokes. Uh, I don't know. I like Stokes too. I wish she'd use those shoulders a little more. I wish, uh, you know, I kind of joke around sometimes and I say, man, if I had Stokes' shoulders, I'd be throwing bows all the time just because I can uh, I do think that Stokes probably has better footwork and positioning. Uh, I don't know that she has the same level of uh, aggression and kind of a physical presence, or at least she doesn't emphasize that part of her game in the way that Zowie does, but Stokes is good at anticipating. She's good at clean blocks. Apparently she can shoot from three, or she's willing to at least try. Uh... I think Zowie's the better shooter, but, you know, Hopkins uh, likes Stokes in that system. Uh, Anyway, I could go on for days, and I'm hoping someone will pay me to write about Amanda Zowie B, because I've been wanting to write about Amanda Zowie B for about three years now. Like I said, I have thoughts on Zowie. I love that Zowie and Derek Fisher, at least, seem to know that Zowie needs to be challenged. I really want to pursue that. Hire me at elandz08. You can find my email on my Twitter page. I want to write about it. I got a lot of thoughts. (sighs) Anyway, without further ado, and uh, this will be the last you hear from me, we'll wrap up the show with AZB. Let's hear Amanda Zowie B talking about going to LA, how conversation she had with Derek Fisher and then I'll put in a little clip about her talking about what she hopes to learn from Neka Ogumike. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Locked On Podcast Network, but especially Locked On Women's Basketball. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Tomorrow you will hear you will hear from Howard Megdal. Always has great conversation information. And I will be back with you next week. Until then, stay safe, stay happy, stay black, black lives matter, all that good stuff. And I hope you're ready for Women's History Month. Oh, I thought you got rid of me. Oh, no, no, no. We got more. We got more work to do. AZB to the LA Sparks in free agency. Here's what she had to say about it. Catch you next week. Um, thank you to everyone that joined us now. I am so excited to be playing for LA Sparks. Um, and also would like to thank everyone that congratulated me and wished me well all the way from New York. Um, you guys will always be in my heart and I really appreciate you guys. Okay, we're going to go into questions here. Again, use the raise hand function media. We'll start with with the LA Times. Hi, Amanda. Congratulations on your new deal. We're looking forward to seeing you in LA uh, when we get back. But um, what were the conversations like with Coach Fisher 
uh, that made you feel like you could have a place here on this team? And what do you hope that place, that role will be? Yeah, um, it was actually really good conversations that we had. Um, our first conversations or conversation was just getting to know each other. Uh, we haven't really ever had that one-on-one -on -one conversation. So that really made me want to come here because we built a trust uh, from the beginning. And I was also being told that I, he was going to push me and just make me greater. And I appreciate that honesty um saying that I'm not where I'm supposed to be yet but he is willing to work with me and just push me there so I'm really excited about working with Derek hey Amanda uh, first of all welcome to LA Chris Camello here from uh, Nightcast Media I just uh, I kind of want to piggyback on that question how do you see your game fitting in with uh NECA as well as Shanae and do you think it's complementary do you think like it's going to take time to build that rapport what are your thoughts on on that particular aspect well, I'm really excited to learn uh, from NECA her footwork. Um, that is something that I'm really looking forward to. We all know she got great footwork, probably one of the best in the league, in the world. And I'm just looking forward to learn and uh, follow her lead. Um, I do think that all three of us can really balance each other out. Uh, we all are a threat under the basket, but we also all can shoot. Um, so I'm really looking forward to like just playing off that reading uh, the defense. And that's something that I talked to coach about yesterday um, that he he's going to put in place, but it's all about reading the game. And I'm really looking forward to doing that with great players. So, yeah. Zowie, good to see you, sis. I'm, I'm uh, excited for you. Although I won't Thank get to you. see you as much in because I'm here in New York, but um, yeah. you, you've alluded to this a few times, and um, I would love for you to maybe talk about um that challenge that it seems that Coach Fisher uh, posed to you when you heard that. What were some of the things about your game that came to your mind right away? Well, definitely going back to being a stronger presence in the paint. Um, and just working with him, getting more comfortable, going back to that role um, and just play relaxed uh, with a purpose, you know? And I really, that really like made me excited when we had that conversation. I wanted to get on the court right away. Um, so just overall game, like always, you know, I always say that like, I want to be consistent, um, but I'm really looking forward to being pushed um, in a different way. This is a new setting. This is a new scenery and new coaching staff. Um, so it's going to be different, but I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and I'm going into year seven. How apropos do you think it is that, you know, where you had your best game ever in the WNBA, less than two years later, now you're going to be playing for the Sparks? Yeah. Um, so, like, I feel like I always have my best games out here. Um, so I'm really excited to just like keep on building on that and play, have my best game every night when we play at home. Um, it is kind of wild that I had that game against the Sparks. Um, but hey, now I just had to do it to New York. 